Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. This is Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky podcast, and we've got a little uh, little funk coming at you today. A bit too early in the morning for this, but I love I love funk. I love soul music. Back when I was in high school, I just I couldn't get enough. And you young people will not know these bands, but the Spinners and the Temptations and the Stylistics and the Shy Lights and Al Green and. Commodores. I mean, it was some awesome music. Anyway, uh, this is not a musical podcast. This is a business podcast. I'm Bill Kasky, your host, and we go through topics of interest to you every week. I've been getting a lot of emails on this topic. By the way, if you want more information on how to get a hold of me or set up an appointment or book a call, happy to do that, BillKasky.com. There's also a wait list there for our next high achiever program. If you earn 150K or more and want to scale your business, you're in professional selling or a a senior management position, we've got openings for that coming up probably starting in October. So get on the wait list and you'll get notified. In the area of prospect movement and sense of urgency and how do we keep things rolling? And especially in the B2B, where there's lots of decision makers. I mean, what does Gallup say? There's 7.1 decision makers in a, in a massive B2B collection and suite of, of uh, influencers. And is it any different now than it was two years ago? I mean, for years, the number of people involved in decision makings inside of companies has been on the rise and so is the pandemic, is there any, is any correlation to how it's gotten worse or harder? And I was listening to a podcast the other day. I want to play a clip from uh, the name of the podcast is Engage Video. It's a marketing podcast by uh, a gentleman by the name of Ben Amos. And he had a uh, guest on named Park Howell. And Park Howell is an advertising agency guy from Phoenix. And Park is a, has written several books on the narrative, on storytelling and things like that, and the power of it in business-to-business situations. And I want you to hear what Park's perception of the impact the pandemic has had on our thinking. I think you might like it, and then we're going to come back and talk more. Is pandemic brain. Uh, there are a lot of research out there that we are all suffering this, and here's what pandemic brain is. Our limbic system, where we make meaning out of the madness of being human beings and our subconscious, we don't even realize it's going on back there, is fabulously wired for fight and flight responses if a saber-toothed tiger were to come around the corner or a grizzly bear. It fires in. We know what to do immediately to save our souls. Well, with the pandemic, 
We don't, it, it has never seen anything like this. There are so many open loops. Do I fight? Do I flight? Do I get a vaccine? Do I not get a vaccine? Can I trust the authorities? Can I trust the CDC? They say this, someone else says that. There are so many open loops that our cognitive load of our limbic system where all of our storytelling impacts the decisions that our, our, our prospects make they're so overrun that it is affecting the executive function or our prefrontal cortex where our planning takes place, where our decision-making takes place, where we scrutinize things. And so we tend to put things off. We tend to procrastinate. We tend to not say yes. Story, we have found when you simply and clearly close that story loop for your audience so they don't have to is the number one secret weapon in business communication, especially now. So what do you think about that? Pandemic brain. You just thought you were a little bit anxious about getting back to normal. And here you've just realized you've got another <laughs> one more thing to worry about. But I do think he's got something there, and I think there is a general, uh, I wouldn't call it a malaise, but a just kind of a preoccupation with how things will turn out in this, because we're still not at the end. I mean, we're still in the middle of the story here, I think. And so he talks about open loops as a story type of narrative uh attribute where if you don't know the answer and how things are going to turn out, it can really drive you nuts in a way. And so I think he's got something here. And, you know, we talk a lot about the idea that buying is emotional and selling needs to be tapping into that emotion. He talks about it through the terms of the limbic brain. And we've got the prefrontal cortex and we've got the limbic brain. The limbic limbic is that fight or flight. It's where all of our survival mechanisms occur it's that uh, it's where our emotions kind of uh, are found. And that emotion is fight or flight. That's really the two spectra. That's really the spectrum. And it's the pain or pleasure centers. And so when we are selling and we're in B2B and we're doing our thing, we have to be super conscious now, even more than ever, to tapping into the true emotion that the prospect feels without our solution. So, uh, as he said, whenever your limbic system is overwhelmed, your prefrontal cortex or planning center also gets overwhelmed. And so if you're calling on someone and the, there is a... a there is a solution in front of them. I've had this a lot in the last few months. There's a solution in front of them. The problem is there. They believe you can solve it, but they just don't take action. There's just a reluctance to take action. What that probably means is I have screwed up somewhere in the sales process. I've messed up. I can't blame them for this. It's, it's my problem. I somehow haven't tapped into the true emotion, to the wants and desires, to the avoidance of the problem, to the aversion of the loss. I haven't successfully tapped into that. So how do you tap into that? Well, uh, Park Howell, the clip that I just played, would say it's through story. 
And I do think he has something there, that story and narrative. And we talk, you know, I've said this in the past, we talk a lot about story. We need to get somebody on this podcast who, and maybe it's Park or somebody else, who really walks us through the idea of storytelling. Because we talk a lot about it, and yet nobody really does it. And I don't think I'm that good at it. But I do like the idea of telling a story about a client that came to you and they were under the gun, they were under pressure, they had a circumstance or a dilemma that was not favorable, and they were looking for a way to solve it, remedy it, and they call you, or somehow you get connected with them. And then through the process, they realize the error of their ways, and they realize how much this can help them, and so they buy from you, and now their solution is is uh, awesome, and it's impeccable, and their life has changed, and that's a great story. But it can't be a 30-minute story, I don't believe. It has to be succinct. And so the idea that you have stories of prospects who came to you in a certain way, you help them, and now their way is much better, their life is more favorable, I think those are great stories to tell. I think we have to tell them. I think we have to learn how to tell them. And I don't think we can be shy about it because these are the kinds of things that will break through all the clutter of what he calls pandemic brain and allow us to really connect with something. I think we're I think there's a a lack of connection right now. And, you know, the marketing messages that most brands put out there are just are just blather. They're just blah, blah, blah. I mean, how many times can you? watch a my pillow commercial or a liberty mutual commercial or a, a drug commercial that fixes I, I mean i know some of those aren't they're not targeted to me so they're they're very um blah 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 ish but at some point if you don't connect and and you in business to business sales don't connect with the prospect you're not going you're not going anywhere you're just not the deal will either die on the vine or it'll never get started and we have to understand the, the role that story plays. And again, story could be as simple as John came to me. He had this problem. He was, he was frustrated. He almost quit the practice. He came to me and said, I need help. We worked through this process that I worked through. He was able to do A, B, and C, and now look at him. That's a pretty succinct, succinct story. Why do I have so much trouble saying the word succinct? I guess they just don't mean I need to use it several times a day for the next couple of weeks so I get used to it, get my mouth muscles in that succinct mode. Anyway, so story is good. And also, I think tapping into those emotions. So if you're out today, you're talking to somebody and somebody says, hey, I need a way to do blank. Before you say, oh, I've got a way to do blank. You've got to say, well, tell me, why do you need that? What's what's behind that? What's the, what are the economics to that? Why is it so important for you? How have you tried to do that before? We have to go deeper with the prospects so they will tap into that limbic system and they'll say, my life will be better with Bill than without Bill. And if we can get there, we are 95% of the way down the sales cycle. If, on the other hand, it's purely an intellectual exercise for them, it's your 
widget versus their widget, your features versus theirs, your benefits versus theirs. If it all gets down to intellectual and there's no connection, you've got a long road ahead. I hope you enjoyed this, uh, and and we're going to start playing some more clips from podcasts because I think there's some really good stuff out there. Go to BillKasky.com. Jump on the wait list for the High Achiever program. It's an awesome program. we got 11 people in it now. They love it. They're doing really well. They're growing, every one of them, and we're going to be putting together another program. So if you want to jump on a call with me, go to the wait list, and uh, we'll figure, figure that out later. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day.